0: I don't understand why you'd go all the way up there for something like that. Fark me, fark you. Hello and welcome to The Fizzle Show. Too many cool, small, independent businesses fail, and we're here to discuss what makes the difference between those founders who fizzle out and those who buzz, crackle, sparkle, and fizzle with creativity, impact, potential, and purpose. Your hosts are Corbett Barr. If, uh, if we were sports, he'd be powder snowboarding. A little bit of adventure with plenty of gentlemanly woots of glee. Caleb Wojcik, he'd be skeet shooting. Mostly quiet and composed with extremely powerful focused explosions. And me, Chase Reeves. I'd be curling because I'm strategic in my violent sweeping. Come on, guys. In this episode you have so much to gain from conferencing going to the places where the people who do the thing are hanging out and sharing stories Corbin and I actually met at a conference and, and who would have thought that uh, that would lead to a thriving partnership named after the Victorian word for a silent but deadly fart that that's true by the way that's the first use of the term fizzle is for an SPD uh, You too could reach these soaring highs if you'd get off your insecurity and your backside and get into meet space with others. And we're going to show you how, we're going to show you why, our best tips and tricks about going to conferences and meeting with people who do the things. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps, so let's get into it. Is there a song with granny panties in it?
1: More like a rap song, I think. Oh, and hip hop song? And hip hop. An ip-op song. An ip-op song.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Hello, love. Hello, governor. Well, uh, today we're gonna talk about conferencing. Okay? Now this is an important thing because, well, Caleb, tell us tell us your your take on this. Because I loved in the in the last conversation that we had. We're not sure when this one's gonna air, but in the last conversation you had, you were saying to it was I think it was in your answer to five uh the the top five pieces of advice you'd give someone that you cared about uh, who was trying to start their online business one of them you said was pick
2: conferences to go to and go to them is that right yeah pick three four conferences if you go to many more than that you're probably going to waste money on them and not get a lot of work done throughout the year but if you can go to two three four conferences hang out with the people you know online meet people in your industry and your niche and your space and it it makes a huge difference going forward. So what? So how?
1: Like, so So that's the big question. Like, I think there are a lot of people probably listening to this. Like, they don't even have their mind in that space right now, yeah. or maybe they've thought about it. Like, okay, I think there's a conference or two. Why would I go to a conference? Like, what's the value?
0: Yeah, and part. Of, yeah. Okay. So first of all,
2: Caleb, you go first. You you start. So if you are a beginner in something, whatever that is, if you go to a conference, they're typically geared towards beginners. So a lot of the talks a lot of the breakout sessions a lot of the speakers are talking to you specifically but if you're not a beginner then you want to be meeting all the speakers meeting other people that are attending and just getting closer and becoming friends with all these people that are at this conference because these are the kinds of people that you can build mastermind groups with that you can partner with on projects or potentially work for if you have some Mastermind. skill that they want to do yeah. Mastermind, Mastermind groups. groups. <laughs> so, so I mean, I
1: hear you saying so far that the value isn't necessarily in the actual uh, content of a conference. Is that right? Do you feel I, that way? I think
2: if you're like a very very beginner, like for an yeah. example, my wife and I went to a wedding photography industry conference, and she was like two to three months into starting her wedding photography business, and she learned so much. Like she went to the boot camp. She went to things all day we were like going to alternate sessions to get information and like brainstorming afterwards i think she learned a ton in the very beginning but if she went back now she would have to pay for like the one-on-one sessions with the high-end photographers to get something out of it if she went to those sessions she'd be like i know all this stuff already that's a really good point actually because the idea of like a wedding photography
0: conference it it's basic that's like almost like professional training yeah because it's so narrow it's so focused uh, in terms of who's going to be there and and what kind of things are going to be interesting for the and yeah. helpful for this person, but what most of the conferences that we're end up talking about are like online business things. Like if we went to a just po- like how to do podcasting conference, that would actually that could be insane, like really valuable for someone who didn't know uh, or was early on or something like that. Like kind like you it were could talking be, about.
1: it could be. It really depends yeah. though, because there is sort of a how to podcast conference. It's not that specific, but it's the New Media Expo, which you guys are. Going to be talking at yeah, in January. Yeah. So
0: by the way, people, set your calendars, <laughs> lock the doors, put your women and children to bed and go looking for dinner. Yeah. Because Caleb and Chase are going to be at New Media Expo. Caleb's going to be talking about uh, video something uh, or other. And I'm going to be talking on a panel with a handful of other guys about podcasting something or other. So, uh, and uh, frankly, I would love, we're, we're in the middle of, of working on. Uh, getting to the NMX people like the description and the title for what we're going to be talking about yeah and so if you have any idea people uh, just, just let me know well <laughs> it'll be the email. only
2: one in the, the prodcrusting track so prodcrusting yeah I'm prod-crust. <laughs> the only one yeah
1: so uh, I'll play devil's advocate just a little bit yeah so I'm glad that you guys are talking and if people are listening to this and they're going to NMX you should definitely see Caleb and Chase talk you should see the people that you kind of follow online that you think yep. are legit and they're going to have something useful to say yep on the other hand, however, um, Net MX was hit me with your best shot.
0: Was <laughs> hit me with your best shot. Was
1: called Blog World um, in the past, and yeah. it was basically all about blogging. And they kind of merged it with something else. I don't know how that worked, but um, the problem was with the with the blogging tracks was that um, there was sort of a corporate focus to them. So because they wanted sponsorships and because they wanted to fill up a big conference yeah. hall, they have to open it up to people that are blogging within corporations. Yeah. Because they have deep pockets, oh, totally. they do, yeah. they go on those boondoggles. It's like nothing yeah. for them to drop a couple thousand dollars to go to attend a conference. Yeah. So boondoggles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you call
0: it? They go on those boondoggles. <laughs> he looks at me like just like as matter, super matter of factly. Like yeah, oh yeah, they go on those boondoggles. Uh, who's it? What's you've, it? You've heard of the boondoggles, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. The boondoggles are yeah, great. You know, they like actually a, were hip before uh, you know, that that band that that uh, <laughs> who's the English uh, and. I- You mumford,
1: know, mumford. <laughs> i don't even yeah there was, was a lot of stra- that was very strained the, compared the, to the real mumford the, the boondoggles
0: were huge
1: yeah the boondoggles were actually
0: big. the mostly in britain mumford and sons uh you know was a huge inspiration the boondoggles were a huge inspiration for the
1: yeah they were mumford like mumford in the 80s
0: exactly except without the banjo and the suck
1: <laughs> yeah actually. less less straining too less in, <laughs> in the vocals but it, so my point is um you know, like a, a boondoggle is like a—it's basically—it's no, no, no Please define boondoggle. It's a thing that you go to when you work for a company, a corporation, that basically your boss is kind of giving you like a three-day vacation. Yeah. Because you you know that you're going to go there, barely listen to any of the um, speakers, and basically just get drunk every night. Yeah. Which is what conferences are when you're in the corporate world, at yep. least in my experience. Mm-hmm. So um, I just found that like the content at Blog World was not really worth attending. I gotta,
0: and I have to agree. I mean, I, I went to, but, okay, so I'm going to, okay, I'm just going to come out with my two things or whatever. Um, You don't want to save them for the I'm end? because I, I, I'm so bad at saving them. And frankly, we always find more to to dig into on everything. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Like I don't know I think there was one guy I I like like was kind of inspired by when I went to Blog World cuz I went to Blog World 2 years only I I think maybe two or three. Um both times, I mean the second time I met you Corbett. Mm-hmm. The first time I met Chris Pearson and uh at, we we already kind of knew him from being online and 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 a bunch of other people and, and through these relationships I I mean that's where I made so many meaningful like sort of career business friendships or whatever, right? That ended up leading to opportunities and lots of them, right? So 100% agree with what Caleb's talking about. And conferences for me have always been that that thing. I do remember one guy that I was sort of inspired by in one of these like sessions in some room somewhere. He was like, my name is guy, but I don't remember his name. I don't remember what I was inspired by or whatever. It was just, he was, just talking some cool stuff and it was like all the general basic business stuff you know and i was like oh that's so cool and this was like 5 years ago yeah um but for the most part yeah you go in there and for a lot of us you immediately sense like this is some bs right here like this is an excuse for someone somewhere to make money yeah like that's what this is that's what this this blog world feels like or that's what I this d- I didn't really get that like.
2: feeling last year at New Media Expo though so i oh, don't cool. know if it's, changing Maybe it's changed where it's yeah. like a mix of like the corporate part and like the solopreneur part, but I went to quite a few talks. F- like they were put on by friends of the show, you know, people like yeah. Pat Flynn, yeah. Chris Tucker, Jamie Tardy, Cliff Ravenscraft, people like that. That you know they do their thing, and it's pretty much and a those solo are the, yeah, thing. and those and, are the good ones. Those and, are the good people, right? Exactly. So.
1: Yeah, so uh, so maybe you have to be smart about choosing. So if you just go in blind and you don't know who any of the speakers are, it might yeah. be kind of tough to figure it so,
0: out. So well, let's reframe this, okay? Let's let's pull it back for a second, okay? Because I think we got a little too deep too fast. We're talking about going to conferences and, and we're starting with the question of, first of all, is it valuable to do so? Yeah. Caleb, you've already said it is valuable to do so from the perspective of you're going to meet people that could potentially be friends for life and or business partners and or business associates and or provide opportunities, you know, all of these sorts of things. I think that is by and large the biggest thing you can possibly, you could, you could ever dream of. Yes. Those, that's the dream is that you go there you don't remember a single thing that someone talked about fine whatever but you met a pfft, sally or a tim or two jeffs you know or or whatever you met people who you became friends with over the long haul and this is something maybe we'll pull into later on my my theory of the third tier my third tier theory yeah it's a good, um, good we'll, theory. we'll pull in get into that a little bit later tell me when to pull it out but um but that idea. Tell me when to pull it out. Freezing. Um Yeah, I was just going to say it again, Corbin. <laughs> tell me when to pull it out. Um, I th- first of all realizing that, like, that's a not. That's it's that's a done deal. Like the fork is in it. Like you, if you don't, if you aren't going to conferences yet, or if you never have specifically, if you never have. Some people have gone. Like I've gone to conferences, and I don't really anymore because my network's already like it's fine like i have really close friends it's not true you do go i was just gonna say but
2: now it's mostly that you're in the last three months
1: yeah now now it's mostly that you're um
0: (laughs) yeah that's good it's a good point i didn't go to blog world the last few last year or two well you've just
1: kind of upgraded your experience and a lot of times you're going because you're invited i go to xoxo
0: like that's one that
1: that because that is that yeah like that's Special. So let's get into which in a second, because I yeah, think people okay. are going to want to know that. But just to kind of put a bow on this, like why go to a conference and what's the value? I'm not debating that there's no, a we, lack of value there. You
0: made a good point about like, hey, don't expect to like have life-changing, life-altering experiences with this in the session.
1: Yeah, don't look for the value in the sessions. There may be some value there, but if that's the reason that you're going to a conference, yeah. and it's really easy to go to a conference if you don't know anyone, and then basically just go to a bunch of sessions and then miss out on the entire value yeah. because you're uncomfortable you're afraid to put yourself out there and to to meet people and so we're going to get into that in yeah. a minute. So there's a ton of value in fact I mean I've I mean I've found business partners there and yeah, all did, kinds man. of all kinds of business deals and and things have gone down, gone, gone down at conferences and also I mean you make friends with people in a way there in that setting because yeah. Everybody goes out and parties and has a good time at yeah, night. Yeah,
0: which is to be, I mean, we got to be sensitive to our alcoholics, anonymous listeners Yeah, out there. You know, it, it <clears> is a, li- it, I, I like that. I think it's a little bit problematic and I think eventually, and we're also kind of all young, you know what I mean? V- few of us are like 50 years old. You don't you know?
1: know, you don't know 50 year olds that party. I know some, some of, of them, the,
0: some of the party party, par- yeah, hardiest partiers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> are 50, 50 and up. Yeah. My parents will party us under the table any day. Yes. Meaning they, they, they just, they're under the table. Yeah. Where, where's mom and dad? No, They oh, know how to party. They're under the table. But, but the point being there is, it's a lot of, you know, 30 and young, 30 somethings in young forties, uh, late twenties and stuff. And it you depends go on which conference stuff, you go you know? to, of course. But especially, yeah, talking about like the blogging world. Or yeah, or whatever, or not that that's an issue. Yeah, but just meaning like, yeah, there is going to be a lot of a social environment. Um, like one of my uh, things that I've realized about conferences is, is everybody looks like a douchebag online, and just about everybody in person is super cool,
1: has a heart of gold. In yeah, person, they're
0: just awesome. They're just awesome. You know, and and that's one of the awesome. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's the one of the, one of these big blessings or the two-edged swords or whatever of conference. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Uh, but I loved getting to meet people that just I did a little research, found you online. They looked like a total douchebag. Yeah, and I meet him in person. I'm like, you're awesome. Another thing is the people who are like some of the my like, very best conversations have happened with that like kind of weird, awkward person you tried not to get stuck with. Yep, you know, like they like lock eyes with you, and then like weirdly like slither over.
2: Is that how you guys <laughs> met?
0: That's how. That's how I I approached Corbett. But um, <laughs> but really, surprisingly, like there's great stuff to be had in those moments, and there, like, there's little gold nuggets everywhere. Yeah. in people, and I love that. I would totally encourage people. I've got like this whole list of. Uh, I, I wrote a post a while ago on Ice of the Brim on this, and so I have this kind of list of things that we can get into in terms of tips and tricks on this stuff. But it yeah. sounds like you've got some more stuff to. to
1: well, dig okay. Into. So just the last thing on the value is. <laughs> so my perspective has often been: well, if the value is in meeting the people, yeah. why do I have to buy a ticket to the conference? Yeah. And I've unconferenced a number of times. Ooh, unconference Sexy. is a buzzword. That's today's buzzword. You've earned yourself 50 kudos points.
0: <laughs> so I'm not going <laughs> to say. You could cash in your kudos points for a retweet.
1: I'm not going to say that you should unconference because it really kind of depends on the layout of the venue and whether or not all the interactions are happening within like closed doors yeah. or behind the scenes or if they're kind of just happening in town yep. where yeah, the thing's going badges
2: on. To get into and if you, and you need badges and or. Badges. Stuff, yeah.
1: We don't, need no, we don't need no stinking badges. So, in some cases, when you unconference, most of the good stuff is happening at night, out in restaurants and bars and things like that, anyway. Or maybe you can sneak into a, some yeah. events and whatever. So, there are some options. If if you're listening to this and you don't have enough money to attend a conference or you're on the fence or whatever, um, ask some people who have been before if maybe you could just hang out and still get a lot of the value, even though you don't attend the actual. yeah, thing. Or yeah, go I, on I,
2: conference I, with a group of people. We had a group of fizzlers that did that for world domination summit and they hung right. out with each other when everyone that had tickets was off doing stuff. But when, yeah, we I hung out angle, with them we for like a whole together. afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk really quick
0: about, um, uh, about the conferences that we're really kind of talking about when we yeah. say this stuff. I mean, really, first and foremost, we're talking about WDS World Domination Summit dot biz dot or whatever it is, um, which is Chris uh conference, which is has been just traditionally so awesome. I'm really curious to see how the way in which he matures this thing. Well, it I mean, already it already changed a lot this because year because I can't imagine the difficulty of trying to keep it fresh, good, interesting, honest, authentic, all of these things. Yep when it had when it sells out in 30 minutes or whatever however fast it's sold Well out, it's right? already
1: it has already it has always sold out in like a period of minutes so yeah. if you guys want to attend WDS you got to get on the list and like don't fret about it or hesitate about it you got yeah. to push the button when it's time because push the button because it goes fast um the first year it was 500 people and it was like a life altering experience mm-hmm. um it's grown since then to 3000 people so it's a little bit um little bigger um, yeah, and don't be discouraged everybody talks-
2: if it's sold out because you can get a ticket transferred from people for like $50 on top of the purchase price. That's so true. You might yeah. be able to if find one. If you follow the hashtag on Twitter, maybe find the Facebook group for it or something, you can find a ticket.
0: Yeah. And it's hard. It's really hard to get in. And, and that's a really hard thing to manage, frankly. For Chris, I know he feels about that. He has to, right? Because so many people want to come, but you cannot, inv- you cannot allow them all to come and create a- an amazing experience. Well, there's just
1: not a venue big enough anymore. He, well, ha- he has the that. biggest even venue. Even if you
0: did that, it would change the face of everything about WDS. You said 500 people. It was life-altering. Yeah. There's something to me that is kind of magical about that number for a conference. Well, yeah, people. so
1: how many – How so, all right, WDS is awesome. Everybody listening to it. It happens once a year in Portland yeah. around July – and it's great. You're why, going to be. Why is that one great in specific? Because of because of the heart and soul behind it. I think Chris, it's all
0: that. Chris yeah. doesn't
1: have any sponsorships. The speakers that he gets are all awesome. This is one where the content is fairly useful. A lot you of it's kind who of killed
0: it last year. This past, this most recent year. That?
1: Donald Miller.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it. My yet. My buddy Don gave an awesome talk. Nice. It was really good. One nice. of the best of his I've seen. You know, it was that's perfect. actually
2: online, so we can put it in the show notes. Yeah, cool. Good, good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, all of
1: them are online now. Yeah, and so that's the other thing. It's like if <laughs> why do I have to buy a ticket when I can just watch the things yeah. in the comfort of my own right. office like 2 months from now. Mm-hmm. So maybe there should just be a conference where there aren't any speakers like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, that I think that's that it's interesting. So uh, another conference that I would not encourage anybody else to go to because this is mine. And and like you guys <laughs> don't go to it. It's just super nerdy. Uh it is I I love it. But and I don't want to talk about it from the perspective of like it's a super good conference, but from the perspective of how they're handling all of these issues about running a conference. It's really interesting. This is XOXO Fest.
1: Our our little podcast isn't gonna like blow the secret on XOXO, because it was featured in the New York Times like twelve times okay. before it even happened last year.
0: Well it is sort of a, a little magical thing. And and these little magical things, you know what it's like when you find them and then and then And then they kind of, they flit a bit about. Now, the good thing is, is these are the guys who started this thing because of what Southwest, South by Southwest used to be. And, and then, and then what it turned into. Yeah. Right. South by used to be amazing. Used to be phenomenal. Uh, Like my buddy, Jason, 10 years ago. Yeah. Like you talked to the old guys, uh, or not old guys, but people who had been doing the tech world stuff for a long time. Yeah. Like for the past eight, nine years. Um, And South by was like, it was what like WDS that first year, mm-hmm. where it was like, "What's important about these things is look, I'm not alone. Oh my god! And look, oh my, every person I met was in this as much as I am yeah. because we came to this thing that nobody knew about. We paid good money to do it, and we're just sitting here and we're just relishing in. And one you're another's there company. with your
1: people. You just feel yeah. like it's your
0: tribe all that, of a sudden. That yeah. I think there's an intangible that intangible sort of goodness does so much for the confidence of you." of you as the maker, as the creator, when you're a blogger or you just like, when you start up a little like blog, you don't end up feeling like a blogger be, until you end up at one of these places when you're sitting around the table with a bunch of other people who call themselves bloggers and they don't have any idea what they're doing either, but they're super excited about it and they're all going in on it as well. And now now things start to solidify. The conviction starts to grow and become a little more tangible within you. And I think that's a huge sort of multiplier in in the work that yeah. you're going to do, you know, but what the thing that they're doing with XOXO is, is it just a, it's a fascinating conference the way that they run it. Like you get there, there's a keynote speaker and then there's no more events for the next day and a half. And it's all party. It's all like the, they call it the festival you go and now this is all of your there's all these parties set up and like you we went through a, a tour of panic's office in in portland and, and a bunch of other stuff where you you're getting to know people you're just you're, nice. you, you get a cocktail you get to know someone you go to this coffee tour you get to know someone like you're just getting to know people so then when the conference actually the sessions actually start you're sitting next to people you've seen it at, at a bunch of and events and you kind of got
1: that all out of the way yeah. all that energy that
0: angst that yeah. sort of you've kind of farted it out yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep mm-hmm.
2: Really, we're going there. I hope we come back from there. (laughs) Please save save us, Caleb. Save us. So, what other conferences would you go to, Corbett?
1: Yeah, all right. So, uh, (laughs) we've talked about World Domination Summit XOXO. We both highly recommend those. So much better. Good.
0: I kind of got that angst out of my system.
1: You just earned yourself a penalty box for five (laughs) minutes. Fart sounds earn a penalty box. Obviously, NMX, uh, New Media Expo. New Media Expo. We've all been there. In fact, that's um, so. Caleb and I met at World Domination Summit. Mm -hmm. You and I met at Blog World, which is now NMX. I've Mm -hmm. been to Blog World uh, three or four times and uh, have always met awesome people there. The cool thing is you, you can go to one of these conferences and sometimes find yourself at a cafe like, late at night or something sitting across from somebody who's like a hero of yours, this kind of stuff happens at a conference or at least it used to. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it depends if it's a smaller one, you know, it can, it can still happen. It depends on who your heroes are. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll get into that with your, your third tier theory, Mm -hmm. um, in a bit. So, theory. So, uh, NMX is another one South by Southwest people still enjoy going to just because it's, again, it's one of those things where if you know people from online, a lot of them are going to be yeah. at these kinds and it's a of huge events.
0: Corporate sponsored party yeah. is what it is. Like you're going from the Mailchimp party to the Zeus party to the this that party. to South the South by party. is because yeah. South by is like so over the top. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's so over the top. Yeah. I can only imagine what it feels like to be a native of Austin. Yeah, when that comes to town, you must be just pissed.
1: Yeah. So there, there are other festivals like this that are kind of like below the radar that are um, small. Like there's one yeah. in Caleb. Do you remember the one that's in like Omaha? Is it? Called Big Omaha or something? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, one yeah that There's Warren Big Warren Omaha. Buffett. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not, that's a different one. Not no. not Warren Buffett. This is like a,
0: uh, and I think it was, that one Big Omaha was. Uh, I think of a designer developer. Focus. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And there's tons of those. Like there's those, tons the of event those. parts and all that stuff. Yeah, but
1: and those are great. There's no
0: shortage of those design, uh, developer sort of stuff, and I highly recommend that too. Because it, it, you're not going to learn a whole lot of new stuff. There's a lot of breakout sessions all this. a sudden, but really, it's like just again sitting. You'll you'll get there if you're of the ilk, and you'll get there and you'll be like, oh my god, my people, my people.
1: Yeah, there. and if but if you're not a designer developer, go to those because you could meet a designer or a developer and yeah. you could partner on a project. Yeah. Um, and you know, in our world, people are always begging to find good designers, yeah, and we're crazy. like, I don't know, they're just not. So go to one of those conferences. That is a and maybe problem. Can...
0: And like talking to Scott last night, yeah. uh, it, it just seems so crazy that more designers. It's so hard to find good professional. Designers. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's not that it's not the And the cha- I don't believe that the problem is that they're bad designers. Is that they're bad professionals? They're just. Yeah. They don't know how to handle the the process of it all. And it took me They don't want took, to do the work. It took me 6 years to figure out how to d- get really good at that stuff. You know, and before I realized that the process of handling the client is the work that I do. Yeah. The design is just the stuff the fun part. Yep. But my real job is handling the client anyways. That's a whole other story. So, but I wouldn't tell someone who's not a designer developer to go to like a list apart or something like that or to go to some designer fo- focused conference necessarily unless you wanted to learn that stuff. Or Meet people, but yeah,
1: try to hire some developers from. So I mean, are world. there more though? I mean, because yeah, I, well, Caleb NMX, just went to one.
0: NMX is is they have they have a West Coast and an East Coast. And I think the West Coast. I don't know I, if they no, did an East Coast this
1: It's just one. It's just one. So it's just in January in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I want more excuses to go to New, New York? York. Well, there's plenty of conferences in New York. Like what? I don't want to go to legal tech. There's all <laughs> kinds of uh, startup conferences in New York.
2: Yeah. So
1: okay. um, Caleb, you went to one recently.
2: Yeah. So since I used to blog about personal finance, one of the first conferences I went to was Financial Blogger Conference. Um, so I went the first year and I just went to the third year and had the pleasure of speaking at it. Great people. I think what it comes down to is there's probably a couple broader conferences you could go to. And then hopefully there's one that's just super specific to what you do. Like there yeah. are travel blogger conferences. There are probably food blogger conferences. Just type like your niche and then blogger and then conference into Google and see what happens. Cause there's probably yeah, something. Yeah,
0: that's, that's the dream. And you really, I, I would highly recommend finding something super specific like the wedding photographer or financial financial bloggers. I mean, that's Isn't awesome. That crazy. Like, right? Can you imagine? You just show up and like every, in, in some ways, I would imagine it being a little disheartening. Like, you gotta be kidding me. There's 150 other people trying to do exactly what I'm trying yeah, to do. Yeah, or more. You
1: know? I know. Not just 150, but 150 people that are actually doing it, and yeah. they're like making enough to <laughs> pay for a conference. This is the tip of
0: the iceberg.
1: So the the broader ones are um, WDS is a very broad conference. Yeah, you know, really it's you know, you're just going to meet all kinds of awesome people. NMX is broad. If you have a podcast or a blog or you know a YouTube channel or whatever, you're yeah. going to meet other people doing that kind of stuff there. Yeah. You know, so there's probably conferences for people that are YouTube, you know, producers. There like, is what? a YouTube
2: right. conference. It's put on by yeah, YouTube. You It's in LA. I was just talking to Benny Lewis, who we did a Fizzle Story interview with when he was here, and he had just come from it. And he just said they invited like the top YouTubers, and then anyone else could come. And they were just like teaching him everything, like secrets about YouTube and stuff like that. So you just have to find the right conference. Um, Yep. So
0: many secrets.
2: There's a few other conferences that I know of that some of my friends go to that they speak highly of um, MicroConf, which. They just had mm. a microconf in Europe, but this one's in Vegas. It's for um, self-funded startup people, product people. Nathan Barry mm. and Josh Kaufman both spoke highly. Yeah, of I remember
0: that. Nathan Barry tweeting about
1: that.
2: Yeah, um, I know that Misfit Conference was one that was put on by AJ Leon um, in Fargo, North Dakota, of all places. And I know that people Fargo, yeah.
0: I don't I don't understand why you'd go all the way up there for something like that. Fark me, fark you. Why, why, why don't why don't you pick someplace closer to all of us, you know? Some place in the middle of the country that's like maybe more uh accessible, you know? And I heard there's a lot of crime there.
1: There's a lot of crime I
0: heard you know you gotta be careful in Fargo.
2: All right, Caleb, you got more? Um, I can't think of any other ones. I got more. <laughs>
1: Um, there are also little retreats that happen, and these aren't necessarily like oh, annual that, events. To me, is
0: the dream. All right, ten friends or or like close friends, yeah. cl- close to be, soon to be friends, yeah, sort it's of like thing. Real world. People who are, yeah, the, true story. <laughs> remember
1: that true story?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh God, puck! <laughs> I'd be puck. <laughs> I love that. Like fourteen people in our audience, like were there, like they saw, like they're like, I remember the real world. I remember Puck.
1: Season two, Tweet San it Francisco. Out.
0: Tweet it out, people. <laughs> Tweet it out. If you know who Puck is, give a shout out to Puck on on the the Twitter sphere or Pedro and
1: uh, or Pedro. <laughs> That's right. Well, he's no longer with us. I know. Um, Caleb, uh, you're actually going to a retreat in the Philippines. It's not really a full conference, right? It's a little smaller.
0: Why you got to bring up Pedro, bro? Sorry, Just bring my bring me down. <laughs> yeah, Just I'm remember totally... that. Whatever conference you go to, life is short, guys. That's right.
2: So going, Caleb. Going in March to one that Chris Ducker is throwing called Tropical Think Tank. Uh, yep. And it's, yeah, it's 25 people, higher price tag. It's like a five, six day long thing. Ooh. And, and that's speakers. good because
1: way more. I mean, if you go to a 25 person conference, you're going to get yeah. to know everybody there, yeah. including the speakers and stuff, because they're all going to be just in one big room together. Yep, it's true. It's so true. So look for those. And those are more like follow your... You know, follow your favorite bloggers or what podcasters, and just pay attention. And if they mention some little thing that they're going to, like you got to jump on those. At, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. yeah. I remember. I remember buying the first ticket to the first XOXO. Uh, they kickstarted that conference, and someone put a link on Twitter, and it said like, you know, I really wish I could go go to this. Jason Glassby actually did, and I saw it, and it took me about fifteen seconds before the XOXO I, before I was like, it was five hundred dollar ticket uh, in order to go on Kickstarter, and I was like. I don't even have enough time to think this through. Like I have an Amex, I'm going to do it. Like I can find a way to get rid of it if I need to later on. Uh, But you've,
1: you've met a bunch of people that are like big in your life now. So yeah,
0: yeah. True. True. So that now is good. But, but that, that moment of like, do I pay the money for this thing? Yeah. What I'm trying to get people to is, Hey, this thing that you're building, yeah, it doesn't cost you anything to put some bytes on the internet and start up a WordPress blog and share your thoughts and this, that, and the other. Put your physical meatspace ass on the line somewhere and mm-hmm. go meet some other physical meatspace people because there are real relationships to be had, and you'll be amazed – how much those will multiply the things that you do. Yeah. Cause you, and you're, you know, a lot of people are sitting there saying like, well, I don't need to do that. I need to work harder. Maybe when I have the revenue up or this, that, and the other. And it's yeah. true. You got to, you got to think through the money stuff, right? No,
1: but the revenue comes because of the relationships.
0: It, and, and because when you start taking yourself serious, no, I don't know. It's not as a magic bullet. All I can say is for the people that I've gotten close to, for myself, all I can say is for me. This has been a big kind of deal.
1: I can tell people. you that, like, we spend a lot of time doing interviews on other people's shows and blogs and yeah. whatever. And seventy or eighty percent of those are people that we know that we've met in person. Yeah. You know, and they get to know us, and they're like, "Oh man, that that Chase is an awesome dude. Like, I want to have him on my show." And then you're on their show, whatever. Like, yeah. um, it's it's a big deal. It leads to opportunities, tons of opportunities. And five hundred dollars is nothing. Like, that will pay you back many times over. Yeah,
0: then it's on you, and we'll we'll talk, we'll we'll wrap this up, this part up pretty soon, but then we'll we'll get into some serious, hardcore tips about how to be at these things. Yeah,
1: so let's do two things. Let's talk about how to meet people at these things, and then let's also talk about how to spend your time, you know, in general, or otherwise. Well,
0: let's wrap wrap those together and just rapid fire sort of tips. Okay, so the
1: the thing thing now is, you know, we're saying go to conferences, especially ones that you think people that you care about are going to be at. Yeah. Um, but again, you can't be the kind of person that just goes to a conference and like is like pouring over the schedule like weeks in advance. Yeah. Like, oh, at 2 30 I gotta go here and then at 3 30 I gotta go here and like having this whole rigid thing planned out where you're just an audience member the whole time. Because again, like most of these conferences publish yep. their stuff later online and you can do exactly what you're gonna do at the conference by sitting at your own desk. Yep. You might get a little more of it out of what, it because you know you're in that, person. That
0: but. is that that like kind of huddling over your schedule and, and what it is, it's the fear of, it's a fear of kind of like being, of looking up from your walking somewhere. And, and like, there's a bunch of people standing around with their like laptop bags and their badges on. And, yeah. the, and you just kind of stand there awkward. It's that moment. Yeah. So you know what I mean,
1: I was actually, I was at an event uh, a couple of weeks ago and one of the hosts of the event said, all right, I'm going to go mingle. We were talking for a while. I was kind of monopolizing her time. And uh-huh. she goes, okay, I'm going to go mingle. And I was like, all right, sounds good. She goes, my strategy is to find the person who is, on their phone like in air quotes yeah. you know you know the person that's in the corner yeah. like pretending that they're like doing something on their phone but yeah. really it's just that they're like nervous yeah. about talking yeah. so she immediately marches up to that person and says mm-hmm. hi i'm leah nice yeah. to meet you yeah so that's a good strategy for you if you're the person that's looking at your schedule just find somebody else who's doing the same thing and walk up to them and well you talking. know
0: what well the, that fear is not an insignificant thing though because not only is it is it like oh i don't know how to do this but it's also like I don't want to get trapped in the wrong conversation, and then the yeah. right one walks by, and I yeah. miss that. You know, it's like this fear of missing out. So I'm going to miss out on everything. It's FOMO, Fo- FOMO? FOMO, FOMO. Yeah, fear, fear of missing-, missing. out. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's like yeah. YOLO. Nailed it. YOLO. It's um, like Bogo. But but one of the things that I've learned here, Bogo. I'm not I'm just <laughs> buy let, one,
1: buy I'm, one, buy one, get one.
0: I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> Are we, I feel like we're going back to Fargo. You know, it's <laughs> like, like
1: Fargo, Bogo, Yolo, Fomo. Um,
0: but that that fear—if uh, notice that, notice that in yourself, because you know what, you're you're damn right. It's it's awkward and it's stressful to go to these things.
1: Yeah. So we should talk about that because um, I think we all, all three of us, have that anxiety. Yeah. Um, I'm I I've been really bad at that in the past, like going somewhere and just yeah. kind of sitting in a corner, like. Meh. And then, and then, just kind of like looking for an opportunity to bail. You know, the quietly. best thing that
2: you can ever do at a conference is, even if you know one person, just ask that person who should I meet. If you, the only thing you say all weekend is who should I meet to people, yeah, you're gonna meet plenty of people. It'll be worthwhile. Like, just remember. where did you learn line. that one? I feel like you learned that somewhere.
0: Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Because now, what's in? I mean, I'm really interested in your in your perspective on this, Caleb, because. You, I could totally picture you like learning your way through uh, how to be at a conference, and I remember you mentioning it. In fact, with some resources in the resources episode on, um, you know, you were talking about never leave alone and a handful of books like that yeah. that you found like super helpful. So, if you were going to say like, you know, hey, here's a super helpful tip, or here's a this, that, and the other, w- what would you say has been like insanely helpful for
2: you? Well, if you don't know anyone that's going to be there at all. You should do a little bit of research before you go, and try to find even one person that you've heard of before, or that you can reach out to beforehand, and try to make friends with or something,
1: and and seek them out.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. not yeah. in a sleazy get networked kind of way, but. You know, no, but uh,
1: so when you go to a conference, like there's this kind of undercurrent that's happening on Twitter a lot of times yeah. or other social networks where it's like people are kind of texting where they're at or yeah. what's going on. Hey, are you in town yet? Like, mm-hmm. let's meet at the whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can stalk people a little bit. It's oh. not. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> it's not out of out of bounds to like show up somewhere and be like, hey, I just really wanted to meet you because you know what? Those people who are doing that, yeah, they're just as vain
0: and they're just as prone to the FOMO as you they're just as insecure and and afraid sometimes it's more like that's why they're tweeting out loud instead of texting totally totally. and
1: some so sometimes you know it's when you're just going to a conference and you have no profile or commitment to this conference to begin with sometimes it's easier than when you're the person who has like a little bit of like a internet famous thing and you show up at this thing you're like really nervous that you're going to show up and nobody's going to care about you or whatever so you're like so you're like nervously tweeting other people where are you going to be man i
0: don't want to show up and be a nobody and that's that's actually and that (laughs) i've i've still feel like that and i've never been a somebody right i hate walking into a place i really dislike because i know what it's like to sit around across the room from somebody i don't know who i know is like somebody and try to get them to like me Mm. i've done that my whole life you know what i mean and now it's to this but po- You know what I mean? I, ca- I saw it. I saw it.
1: Oh, you got to put a dollar in the Damn.
0: chip jar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that that is insanely uncomfortable, that feeling. That, that feeling is not me being me. It's me trying to get someone to think that I'm somebody cooler than I am. You know what I mean? And I sn- <laughs> noticed it again. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was gonna okay, say I won't do it anymore. <laughs> you follow up, but you know what I mean with a fart, and you're just you know, that's like a five minute uh, double major. Oh uh, no! <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's a big that's that's been a real a really big lesson for me to learn is that when I'm trying to get Merlin Man to like me. Or Marco Arment, or anybody anywhere, to to like pay attention to me. Yeah. Uh, to, 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 to when I'm trying to stand out from the crowd, to a John Gruber, or to, or to, or to you know, a Corbett Barr or a Pat Flynn. Like I, I, what I'm doing is I'm in a, an unnatural situation for myself to be in, uh, and I can I can't I have the I have the tools to like shine there as well if I needed to, but I've walked away from those situations so many times, being like. You know, getting on Bart like late at night and just being like, why the hell did I do that?
1: Yeah. Like why what 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 an idiot.
0: Well, you know? let's,
1: so let's talk about it from two perspectives. So you you have this third tier strategy, which is brilliant. Um and it's a, it's we a should, theory, not a it's strategy. A theory. Okay. Th- but um you have successfully attended some conferences and met some bigger name people, and that's been a big yeah. important thing as well so there's a there's like a balance there
0: right there's a, a little bit of a balance you know what the balance you know how to you want know to get to know people who are bigger as you you care nothing about them you're like oh yeah he's just a regular guy with regular needs regular insecurities regular fears regular this that and the other he's got he's got plenty of things going on and i don't need to bug him like and i'll go over here to, to these other people so the third tier let's get into the third tier here real quick i'll try to keep it on this because I've experienced that mode so much, where like there's a Merlin Man or a John Gruber or a Marco Arment or a or a, a you know a, a Corbett Bar or a Pat Flynn or, or someone anybody where like they walk in the room and the room kind of changes, like everybody's kind of like, oh, you know that is that's Corbett Bar, that's Corbett, that's that's you know what I mean? Anybody where it's like that, that's a fir- that's like a first tier person, okay? Second tier. Uh, this is something I learned. Again, these are all dumb ways for me to think about it. It's not like you can read this in some book, but whatever. Maybe you will eventually. <laughs> um, the second tier are who taught me about the second tier are the people from Pacific Helm, which is an iOS development and design company here in San Francisco, and they've just been around for a while. They're really great people, and they're like they they're good friends with like the Merlins and the Grubers and the and the Scott Simpsons and all these guys. And they and Merlin Gruber and Simpson they all like to party with these guys. They all like to hang out because they're real people and they've just been around for like. Eight years, you know, around the scene. They started out as a first, as first uh, or a third tier, no lemming sort of type, but but just kind of stuck around long enough to, for the, a little relationship to grow. And I got to see them sort of do their things at a conference. This, this it's not it's more than just that company, but it's this friend group that um, that have really just it just felt like they were investing in one another, like they were choosing one another. And they're not the big people. They're not interest. They're not like celebrities or any of this. Shit, but they're. They they love each other. Mm-hmm. They care about one another. And but they like, have
1: but so you're saying the second tier has um, history, like they've been around for a while. They, have they a don't necessarily out. have the profile, but they have the reputation. They have
0: no, They don't have any profile. But and they have and the reputation. Some of them probably history. do. But but they just what I learned from them though is they're the ones with the most access to the first tier, and they just they just turned inward and and, and invested in themselves. They're just like you know what this is where the party is right here, us. You know, let's, let's go deep in one another. And I got to know some of these guys. They were insanely welcoming, super welcoming, brought me in like, Hey, this is Chase. He's this, that, and the other. They were what they really were was just kind people, yeah. welcoming, kind, awesome people, right? Who aren't too busy to talk to you. The first tier is usually like too busy. Who to talk. aren't getting caught up in the politics of who has more traffic or, or this dumb. Who bunch. has more Twitter followers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I saw that. And then I'm like, okay, I'm clearly down here on the third tier with the, with the rest of us. So I see this third tier. And I realized, like, th- this is all just second tier waiting to happen, <laughs> essentially. And and I, my 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 theory is, go all in on the third tier. And I learned this uh, by when, we, when I went to W. That's funny now that I now that you do mention it with XOXO and then WDC, WWDC, uh, two conferences that I totally went to. And but I didn't have I had tickets XOXO, but not WWDC. I just went there for all the parties because I knew, like, hey, Merlin's gonna be around, or these guys are gonna be around, and I had this. I wanted to meet one of these big guys. Why? I don't know, because I guess I wasn't good enough on my own.
1: You were too busy for me that week. Yeah,
0: I was too busy for you even. God, I'm such a horrible person. But that, I didn't know about the, th- the third the tier strategy there. Uh, but uh, anyways, I started, I met some wonderful, awesome people that, uh, there. I don't even know how it happened, but um, th- probably through Brett Kelly, I met uh, Matt Alexander and Mike Hurley and Stephen Hackett and uh, Sean Blanc and a handful of other people who were just uh, like oh, and also through uh, the guys at Studio Neat, Dan and Tom, were, were, who I already knew from XOXO, and we just did that like that like turn inward and and just party with one. Forget another everybody kind of else, yeah. yeah. Like n- and it's not necessarily forget everybody else, close all the doors as much as it is like it just stop like following around. The party's right here. Yeah, we've got plenty of party. We've got more party than we know what to do with. Yep. Um, and, and what's important about that for me is, is is that these guys and gals are all doing interesting things. Yeah. They're all putting their ass on the line to build something they care about, right? Yep. Um they they're talented and, and uh and even but even more than that, they're just going really hard for the goal. Yeah. You know. It's great that they also have results from that as well. But the all of this to say you can get to you can get there and think you're nobody unless you're sitting with somebody cool. Yep. Or you can get there and you can see the there's a there's <laughs> there's a pot of gold in all of us.
1: Well, so there's a distinction here and I think the the Another way to say it is that you can sit with the future cool people if you kind of have a little bit of radar about like who actually cares and is doing something yeah. so the third tier isn't everyone else. The third tier are the people who are going somewhere, but they just haven't made it yet. yeah
0: and, and, well, I guess but there's no real way to, to define that you yeah. just kind of have to assume that they're going that everybody's going to be there. Th- that's the I don't know.
1: I think that you actually can um you can follow people early on and recognize talent in process. it's
0: true that because yeah, because I'm not saying like, you know, because you can get into some pretty shit situations, you know what I mean, where yeah. somebody who's just, they're just not there for the right reason, or they so, don't know who they so are hang or out, what's going hang on. So hang
1: out with people that you just click with, because yeah. the, the other important thing here is not just who you know, but how strong the relationships and connections then, are.
0: This is a big tip for me. It was the very first tip in my WDS post, which was, I realized there are people who are fun to have cocktails with, yeah, and then there are other people, yeah, and I'm going to invest in the former, not the latter. yeah. That's my rubric. That was my way of
1: thinking. You, like but. we met over just a completely debaucherous evening. Yeah. Basically, we were talking about Louis CK all night yeah. and like drinking for Ned and and and, and not really yeah. about business at all. Yeah. I don't think
0: no. And and that's that's another thing. Thing times where you get to connect with someone over personal hobby type stuff mm-hmm. is outside of a work and revenue style environment. Those relationships are better than ones where you where you're connecting hardcore on business yeah for me typically that's been as because they just kind of show
1: alignment in general it it,
0: it just shows uh, you want to connect with here's you you know we've got a great course from scott dinsmore inside of fizzle on uh, connecting with anyone which is essentially like you are you here's how here's how to get to know people
1: and scott is the best at it i mean he is ridiculous he's really good he knows like he knows everyone
2: you should just just, tell like one story about how he had well, like, Warren Buffett help him pick out an engagement ring. Yes, like
1: Yes, War, Warren Yes, literally Warren Buffett picked out Scott's engagement <laughs> ring for him.
0: Like he, he well, To be honest, I have questions about Buffett's jewelry taste.
1: Well, he owns uh Zales or something, so.
0: Yeah, but he 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 eats at McDonald's. I can't trust him Does he? Like that. Yeah.
1: He's also he's like 80 know. now, so I he's know, doing okay. I don't know. He's Yeah, you know, he's fine. I mean, <laughs> he's don't fine. Wor- he's pick- Warren Buffett, he must fine. be like pickled or something. <laughs> Caleb, um you have had, I think, a similar strategy to Chase, and you have like a really great group of up-and-coming yeah. friends, people like Barrett Brooks and uh, Nathan Barry. Yeah, and um, I other think
0: Caleb's going to be more successful than either of us,
1: than than both of us combined. Yeah. He's, um, you've done a great job of this. So, what has your strategy been for conferences? How did you meet all of these people?
2: Uh, I would say that you should show up a day early, honestly, because if you show up early. People that are speakers or people putting on the conference or people that are in that first or second tier, they're probably going to be there early setting up. They wanted to get in town early. They wanted to see what the room is like, things like that. And You, you kind can, of get a jump on them. You can have dinner with them and have drinks with them before the conference even starts, before the most... And anyway, when you just connect with them, them.
0: On, on Twitter or something like that, you see like, hey, Gary, I see that you're in town, something, something, something.
2: Yeah. I mean, most people that go to conferences that you want to get to know will say hey what we're you having just dinner a picture at- of? hold on hold on you just
1: took what <laughs> i'm taking a picture because god we live like poor people sometimes chase's <laughs> like workstation over here literally has a monitor stacked on top of a of a computer because he wants it to be up at head height it's like on top of a big old huge old school mac pro and his laptop goes next to that which is on a, what i believe is a snakeskin trumpet stand? no it's a suitcase it's an old fake samsonite <laughs> suitcase. oh it's like an alligator, like an alligator skin. skin it looks like a trumpet case or like a something but so that's where you put your laptop and yeah. it's on top of this really awesome looking ikea it, it, look at it's horrible <laughs> look at this thing it's
0: bending the 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 mac pro wobbles because the desk is bending Man. look at over there that's the standing desk part. It's a it's a cajon. Do you know what a cajon is? Look it up. It's one nut. I made a cajon. <laughs> yeah, it's one it's not cajones. You can it's make It's one cajon. I <laughs> made a cajon out of out of wood, Corbett. I am very useful with my hands, as you well know. I do know. Uh and look at it's just it's particle board glued on top of that. Like doesn't even cover it. Like it's off at an angle. Oh man! <laughs> so this is my makeshift standing desk thing to see if I like it or not. Jesus, I'm going all in on the standing.
2: Well, desk. I tweeted the other day: all standing desks are either really expensive or really ugly or both. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Mine's totally. pretty janky. Mine's just a couple of boxes from uh, no. Pier One Imports. See, at least you, at least you got. The, they're all the same. <laughs> well, they were just laying around. They just happen to stack nicely and fit a laptop on top. So.
0: Fiddle laptop. Hey, welcome to fiddlelaptop dot com. <laughs> it knows, but it's fiddle. fiddle. Fiddle laptop. Fiddle. Okay, so you were saying get there early, Caleb. Uh, and you were look Do you like just see like who's in town based on Twitter or, or something like that?
2: Yeah, I was. I was going to say that like if people are in town and they're people you want to get to know, they're probably going to be like, hey, we're going to wherever tonight for dinner. to oh, yeah, join us just, or something just like that tweeting out like, hey, meet up or something like that. Yeah, and also look up people that are having meetups. Um, Pat Flynn like always throws a meetup whatever he's at a conference or speaking he throws or meat up
1: he throws meat, <laughs> meat yeah. up
2: into fans no, I he throws just... up meat i throw meat
0: up when i hang out with pat <laughs> no i throw meat up ask pat about how i threw meat up around
2: him
1: i throws up meats <laughs> i said th- th- throw up some meats. Sir. <laughs> so um it that's only a, took that's us a-
2: 30 episodes to get a jar jar voice
1: it's not bad. I going to make a big blog, man. That is. Thanks for bringing up how like weirdly racist Jar Jar Jar-Jar Jar-Jar was. is so racist. God, that is horrible. And
0: then remember the king down below.
1: Yeah, yeah. You should sure going No,
0: uh, have no, none of that stuff going <clears> on around. Here. I just,
1: I was just talking to a uh, a twenty one year Disney employee. This oh, guy's worked for them for twenty one years. Fascinating. I know, and he's British. He started actually in a store, a Disney store. And worked his way up and I just now worked he's like way
0: up, didn't I? I? No,
1: yeah, he did. And now he's like vice president of uh, distribution and planning or something. But anyway, he was just talking about how J.J. Abrams I used is, to do I used to have a I used to have a great job. And now I'm the vice president <laughs> of
0: distribution and planning. Ugh so, oh,
1: boring. So Bob Iger knew the guy, uh, what's his name? Lucas mm-hmm. and basically decided that he wanted to buy uh, the whole Star yeah. Wars franchise. And hopefully they're gonna save the thing now because JJ Abrams, who oh, yeah. just it's rescued Star Trek.
0: It's going to be amazing. I mean, Star Trek Into Darkness is just about a perfect movie.
1: Yeah. It's so And good. there were a lot of Star Trek movies before. Yeah.
0: yeah. It,
1: well, except for episode three when they were in San Francisco and four. Oh, four in San Francisco with the whales and, and stuff.
0: They're not, they're, there's not that many Star Trek movies. All right. I think you should. I've I, always I, heard I that right. even talk. ones
2: are good, the odd ones are bad.
0: The, oh. I mean, even so. Like, the
2: Wrath of Khan was pretty awesome. I'm
0: just so. Yeah. Wrath of Khan was amazing, which yeah. they
2: pretty God. much copied for From Into what? Darkness.
0: No, you know, okay, oh. Caleb. Well, so what, Caleb? There's nothing wrong with that. Quit, you know what? If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, d- choose not to see any of the poetry and in into darkness, then that's <laughs> your problem, all right, pal. Okay, it's a, it's not a, it's not just a reboot or a retelling. It's actually like you in a different dimension or something. Because <laughs> there's this weird moment where Spock talks to old Spock, yeah, about like, have you ever heard? Of gone. and, and that guy who plays the new Spock, he's solid. Oh, he's great. remember he's him good. from Heroes?
1: Yeah. Do you remember yeah. Heroes? Yeah. That used to Briefly. be a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Remember that? I, that was like before before The Walking Dead and Mad Men and Breaking Bad and all that. Heroes? Shit. Yeah, I think it, I, I, that was a big deal. It was and around the stopped.
2: time of like 24.
1: We should let's do a TV podcast. <laughs>
2: Chloe. The time of 24 was like a decade. I I, I,
0: I, I can't tell you how many times I'm t- I'm calling Corbett. I need you to send me that stuff to my PDA. <laughs> I'm getting on part now. Send it to my PDA. My Palm Pilot. So I, I think we're, there's a lot of tips left in us, and we've got about 10 minutes left to go on this thing. Okay,
1: so let's get some tips out. And then I also want to tangle something for another episode, which okay. is let's talk about getting speaking gigs because yeah. it's not maybe as difficult as you think, and um, we all have been doing a decent amount of it recently, and I think we have some tips for like giving a better talk as well. And oh, yeah, hire Mike
0: Pacquion, but more on that later. Oh, let's
1: have Mike on. That would be great. That'd be great. Next time he's down, we'll yeah. have him as a guest. Um, so just wrapping up what Caleb was talking about in terms of these great connections that you've made and and the the third tier whatever you want to call it do you, T3 T3 Caleb like before so you're going to show up the day before you're looking for meetups and by the way there's a decent chance at some of these conferences that we're actually throwing meetups because we've done that before Yeah
0: and we want to do And, it more and we throw and more. the best
1: party. We well, throw well, the best
0: party. We have we've had good ones so far but none of them have
1: lived up to my dreams. No, but um, they've been pretty good. So, your dreams are like we have big dreams. We're going to throw Burning Man before a conference. No, I don't (laughs) believe in Burning Man. But, um, so, Caleb, are you also generally uh, sort of coordinating with people beforehand, reaching out to people that you've sort of gotten to know and
2: talking to them about meeting up at the conference? If there's someone that I want to meet that I haven't met in person before, I will try to reach out to them and try to arrange a time or at least just warm them up to who I am. Not in like a sleazy, hey, check out what I'm doing kind of way, but like... And by the way, if anybody's listening who's never been warmed up
0: by Caleb to who Caleb is... Which is probably everyone that's listening. It's a really great experience. (laughs) You know, like it's good when Caleb starts reaching out to you, warming you up. Warming you up. Warming you up. He starts priming the pump. Yep. You know, it's just, it's a great... He's like a a
1: six foot, seven inch electric blanket. He's like a a six foot,
0: (laughs) 12... Uh, 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 Snuggy, You know what I mean. You just want to get in them. <laughs> yeah, with you know? the
1: feet and everything. <laughs> <laughs> with
0: the booties. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the upgraded feet, with <laughs> yeah. the feet and everything. I didn't even know they do that. So, but you can't, you bring up a good point, Caleb. Paying attention to who's going to be there, uh, doing some sort of preliminary work and effort. Yeah. To you know, Jesse at, at Samovar last night, we went to this uh, tea thing. Some tea, uh, and and we got to hear some friends talk for a bit about, like, uh, so Jesse from Sam of RT here in San Francisco, how he came across his business idea, and it struck me that uh, he's like, well, I'm, I'm a big fan of mind mapping, and he was doing that a lot at the time, like, thinking through, like, what are the things I'm interested, he wanted to get out of his job, he hated his job, what are the things I'm interested in, this, that, and the other, and, and, and I just realized, like, people who don't do that work don't end up having the idea for Sam of RT, like, he was just, Farting around mind mapping stuff, and yeah. obviously there was his ass was on the fire because he wanted to get out of his job and he needed to figure out what he wanted to do because his his impetus was not necessarily cash flow as much as it was how am I going to feel like an alive and engaged you know human yeah uh and so he was hungry for that. And he was doing work for it, doing some sort of preliminary work for a conference stuff yeah, yeah. of just paying attention to who's going jumping on that hashtag or whatever, liking it on Facebook. I don't know how you, you do that. You but. can
1: look at it this way. Like you're gonna spend five hundred bucks or whatever, plus your room and stuff. So you're spending a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars or whatever to go to attend a conference. You can either just assume that's the cost of it, yeah. you know, and go there and sit in a seat and then leave and okay, it was fifteen hundred bucks, or you can look at this as a potentially five, six-figure opportunity in front of you. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a lot of figures. No, but it's a lot of figures because...
0: I normally like to just, like, I'm typically just a
1: one-figure-at-a-time kind of guy. Big things come out of conferences. and (laughs) (laughs) um, And if you do some, treat it that way. You know, it's like, it's a weekend, and your job basically is very simple. Your job is to put yourself out there, connect with people. Like Caleb said, ask them who else you should know, who else should I meet, and really, just try to forge some deeper relationships with a handful of folks at your first conference, yeah, uh,
0: so reaching out beforehand or not not even necessarily reaching out so much as just like having a plan, and you've said this before as well, Caleb, the way I talk about it is like you, you have a mission. you have some sort of a thing, like when I was at WDS, I've only been there one one time, and I didn't have a pass, but I lived in Portland, and I had a mission of getting my friends into the best environments they could be in because i wanted to i wanted to maximize the the you know great cocktails i love my city i know what's going on in the city i know where the bars are and what's going on and so i was like i'm going to have my car i'm going to play shuttle guy and i'm going to get people to the right spot and i'm going to know what that spot is and i'm going to te- i'm going to have the signals that i send out to the right you people you did
1: such a good job that you gave willie jackson mono <laughs> Hey, he
0: came with mono. I don't know. All right? That was a defective delivery. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stayed with me for like a week, just on the couch Oh, We didn't week. see him, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. But, uh, but that mission-style thing, whether it's like, hey, I want to get to know Gary Vaynerchuk or Pat Flynn or Corbett Barr or hey, Merlin Mann Like, Here's another
1: great thing that you, that you did and that other people have done for me, actually. Um, Maren Kate, who runs virtualcom yeah. um, I met Maren because... At the first blog world I went to, I think, in Vegas, she wrote an email and said, hey, I'm throwing a dinner party at such and such. It was some fancy Vegas restaurant. She was like, I'd really like you to come. It's like, okay, sure, (laughs) I'll show up. So I showed up and Jamie Tardy was there. Chris Ducker was there. Basically Marin just hand selected a bunch of people she wanted to get to know better yep. and she bought us all like a you know multi hundred dollar dinner at this really nice place and it's like that's the kind of thing you never just forget. So you
0: know if any of you want to buy us a big meal <laughs> I I eat a ribeye. I I drink like a fish, but I'd love it if you bought it. But, for but me.
1: so look at this like imagine like you know a conference is going on let's say in Portland, mm-hmm. find a nice restaurant, invite 15 people, maybe 10 people accept, yeah. and and maybe you're out $1,000 at the end of it, but imagine how valuable those relationships could be that you make with you know with those people. Yeah. So Chase uh, actually, for the WDS thing, threw a little event at his house. Oh yeah, that, and, and
0: that was the day before, kind of to your point, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was
1: the day before when he knew people wouldn't be too busy. Some people are in town, they don't have anything to do yet. So you made the best ribs I've ever had. We smoked cigars, we sat on your back patio, yeah. and just had a great like with uh mike rostoski mm-hmm. and uh yeah, that's right um bunch of cool people were there yeah, adam baker cool showed and, up yeah
0: it was great and I, that was good obviously that was because it was my town like and it was i was like i have this house like let's let's do this you exactly know? um so um let's see what else Let, let's get into more tips and tricks tips and tricks here again uh i'm gonna read through my list and then you guys can tear it apart or, or add more things to it as we go uh, it really was a big difference for me to realize it's not about getting to know people or making everybody like me it's about finding the people who who i wanted to to be with and that for me the rubric was simple like are they good to have cocktails with or are they not do they put up some fight about this that and the other do they know how, who they are are they comfortable in their own skin are they good conversationalists and this that and the other it's not about do they drink it's just about like that it's just simple you'll find a lot of people who are like they're they're into good cocktails i could be like Friend for life.
1: Man, remember we were out at that dance club at WDS a couple of years ago. Just like, just, I think it just ended up being you and I, I think we, well, yeah. I, I mean, other people were, Oh the my dance God, club, that's but. right.
0: Yeah. The dance club. <laughs> oh my God. That was late. No, you know, you know who outpartied partied all of it? I think it was Ross Tusky and his, and his like 11 year old brother. Oh, that's right. That's
1: right. Deal. His 18
0: year old brother deal with it. <laughs> okay. Um, second of all that everyone looks like a douche online, but they're awesome in person. Just expect that. Yeah. Um, this conversation that you're in right now. Oh, unfortunately, it was that weird guy uh, with the thing. Just make the most of it. Quit looking over your shoulder or over his shoulder to see what you're turn, missing out yeah, on. Yeah,
1: turn that person into a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: or or just a friend. Yeah. <laughs> How about we just turn him into a friend? Carpet? Yeah. We don't need to be you know somebody that we're not. Right. Right. But but you know you you could be judging people and be like oh I don't want to talk to that person I don't want but come in with an open heart and your whole life will be will be transformed yep you know and you'll be transforming other people's lives also have your elevator pitch ready duh people are going to ask you I so was just what do you say, do go listen
2: to that episode and... yeah we oh, did man. a whole
0: episode on. How-
1: However, like we didn't get into this whole thing about like the wrong way to network, oh, and God. we could we don't could spend, tell me
0: how many Twitter followers you have.
1: We could spend somebody did that to me once. I know time.
0: they do it all the time. They came up
1: and they were like, "So what do you do?" And then they were like, "Well, I have forty five thousand Twitter followers." You know what
0: they're trying to do is they're trying to they're giving some social proof. I have a site that some people have said things like. It's really great what you write. It changed my whole life. That was from Jeffrey from Northern Carolina. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, social proof. Cool. You read it in some article. Tell me. No, I'm interested in connecting with humans who are making things they care about. Yeah. So So go
1: be that person. Yeah. be yourself. And don't do not approach people by telling them what you do or asking them what they do or just and have an
0: interesting or something. Just be
1: like, hey, just hey, where are you from? Like, you know. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the conference been so far? Like,
0: what did you say, Caleb? You said something. Or I missed don't it. hand him a book. Yeah. Or a business card or whatever. But uh, so truly, go human first. Human first. Yeah. Person first. Like you're you're a human first and foremost, and so are they. Like, go all in on the humanity of that of 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 everyone in this event. Then, if business stuff comes up, it it will, of course. Like then you could talk about it, uh, but but the truth is you're going to say it and it's not going to not, it's not going to strike them as interesting or or maybe it will or, or, or whatever. Or you're going to talk to someone and they say it and it's like doesn't strike you as interesting. Yeah. But you can ask them what they're working on right now. You can ask them what they're struggling with right now. You can ask them if their business feels good right now or if it feels anxious or yeah. scary or this that and the other. But don't
1: ask them in a way that is almost as if you're judging them based on what's going to come or, out of their or mouth. Or as if next. it's a
0: script or yeah. some sort of thing you read on a f-ing, uh, I, I don't know in, some website. You know some uh i to the brim.com well, I can't even think I can't even remember his name uh Ramit, so like you learned on some Remit Sethi site of like <laughs> scripts to get to know people better and make them buy you steak or whatever like in Remit so I'm sure he's fine he's a, he's a nice, neat nice guy but he is a nice guy but the the point being like
1: actually he's not a nice guy but he's a, he's a smart guy <laughs> I
0: want to get to know you or and if I don't then I'm not the right person for you to invest in that is, that's what it comes down to. Walk in there with an open heart saying, here's who I am. and I'm just as God made me. Deal with it. Yeah. You know, and, and you're, of course you're afraid. Of course you're lonely. Of course you want to be hugged. Of course you want people to think you're interesting. Of course you want to be more successful. Of course you have no idea what you're doing, right? Preach it. Preach it. Everybody in that room is in the same damn boat. Realize that, acknowledge and move on. Walk forward. Be as confident as you can while still being yourself and realize, of course, you're. stinks. Um, And theirs does too. That's why I have undies on my wall up there. You know, because everybody's got stinky bits. And if you can just kind of get over that enough to realize there's no right answers in this thing and just because you have 50,000 Twitter followers doesn't mean you're an interesting person or someone who I care about in any way, shape, or form. I have a wife who doesn't have any Twitter followers, right? She's way better than all of you people combined. (laughs) You know? Um, like Bring that kind of humanity back to This sort of professional environment, because that for me, and I'm sure you guys would agree, those have been the relationships that I'm still friends with to this day. You know, and that's a big deal. There's there's things at stake here. Like you could have a friend for life, or you could tell someone how many how many Twitter followers you have, (laughs) or or you could you could kind of be too afraid to say it, and you might have enough guts to do it next year. You know, it it does take time to get used to doing this. I just want to, I just really want people to get that. Like, it's. It's really, it's really enriching when you do get past this and are, you're able to just be yourself in in front of other people. I don't know, preach it. And right? there have I'm been sorry. so many
2: conferences we've mentioned. I've taken notes on all of them, so make sure to check out the notes so you can get links to these if you're interested, or the articles or other podcast episodes we've talked about too.
0: Oh, and uh, you know, I guess because you call it to a close, this is my final, and I think you would agree with this. Don't get sick
1: um yeah however this is this is your thing you always you get so you get so wrapped up and anxious about like yeah. social events that you get sick i get
0: sick i get so sick. this is
1: a note to yourself there's a pill Hydrate. there's a pill no but it's smart it is smart i mean plan your plan your time and you know what don't feel like <laughs> this is a note to myself S- stay out till one or two in the morning and and have fun with people yeah. but don't feel like you have to match people drink for drink because the jokes on you the next day yeah, for right. not being sober enough to get up and... That
0: said, though, there is... I don't know. It depends on who you want to be, if you're speaking or, or whatever and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I, I always kind of try to like do the whole, I don't always drink, but when I do, I maximize the smiles <laughs> of everyone around me. Yeah, you're good at that. Um, but... But back to the hold on the sick thing it really is a thing like people do it with yeah. air travel with travel and all that other stuff yeah. you do get sick so you want to stay treat su- yourself well super hydrated tons of airborne there's a pill called wellness something or other I'll put it in the show notes that I've fallen in love with like I I'm, I'm anecdotally you think I'm, it's keeping you healthy I'm heading under I'm getting getting kind of a cold right now won't get sick Okay, let's see watch me go we'll we're see. doing all this design we're doing all this launch stuff super stressed going, yep. flying to London next yep. week doing all the sorts of super stressed not gonna get sick okay going to a, going to a trance show on friday not gonna get sick actually i just i just want to go to that i don't care if i get sick afterwards i just don't want to yeah. be sick for that
1: yeah <laughs> i don't care if you're sick on saturday and sunday But you better be healthy by monday <laughs> i know
0: i have been chase Wardman reeves
1: i've been corbett bar
0: and i've been Caleb Logic. we'll see you there we'll or see we'll at see. we'll see you at nmx
1: or we'll see you another time or
0: we'll see you at wds
1: we'll see you another time
0: so there you have it Listen. You're gonna get the you're gonna get the conversation about this episode and a whole lot of links over at FizzleShow.co/slash/thirty-two. That's dot F-I-Z-Z-L-E Show.co/slash/thirty-two. That's where you're going to find all of the conferences that we mentioned, as well as any links that you need, including that video of my buddy Don absolutely bringing the house down at WDS this year. If you like this, please leave us an honest rating in iTunes. It doesn't cost you much, and it means the world to us because, as you know, it helps other hopeful entrepreneurs find this show. So simply open up iTunes, click on the store, search for the fizzle, no, no, search for fizzle, and then don't click the, like, dance, the Jamaican dance hall beats, whatever that thing is. Click on that, and then click write a review and say, you know, I I really like that one part where you guys told that story about that dog. That was a good dog story. And I don't remember telling a dog story, but I'll still be excited when you said that. I know firsthand how tough this fear can be to get out of your insecurity, out of your isolation and say, hey, I'm Bob. Where are you from? Right. But I also know the depth, the pure gold of friendships formed when you can be authentic, honest and share some experiences together. And I hope that some of these tips will help you to to send some of that, to get some of that in your own life. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks. Talk to you next Fizzle Friday.